The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Und was der Fichtel uns jetzt gleich sagen wird, das werden wir uns anhören mit von der Party die Woodies. We regrettably interrupt fishing with guns with this special news bulletin. Oompa, loompa, doompa, laddie. If you are wise, you'll listen to Kevin Gassman. A giant, hairy creature. Part ape, part man. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Your pregame announcer. Your pop scene sensation. Gassman. Gassman. One of the carbon blobs from Sanger's M&G. Some people have said that you're retarded. Not me. Can you say that word anymore? I don't know if that word's even allowed to be said anymore. I didn't say it. Somebody else. That, that, that was actually a a, um, a a preach a preacher on TV said that. Ooh. Some people think that you're retarded. <laughs> I'm like, really? The preacher said retarded, huh? Interesting. Yeah, I guess uh, that's uh, going on the long list of words now that are unacceptable. <laughs> well, it's funny as I... Rec- it will only get longer. I record what I watch on TV, and you know, you flip around, and the best stuff you're going to get are the channels you don't watch, you know? You know, they get to watch those religious channels, or you're looking for that one soundbite that's just going to get you, you know? And that was it. This guy was preaching, and that's what he said. It made me laugh so hard. I was like... I was thanking the Lord I was recording. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll just say that. What's up, Heidi? What's up? Say All right, yeah. Heidi! <laughs> what's up, Danny? What's up? Hey, so uh, what's up? Yeah, Going Global Gas Man we has, has begun. We have two hours to play with. The first hour will be kind of a, you know, getting everything off our chest, possibly, if you want to go in that direction, or just kind of talk about the things of the week, the current events that are going on. And then in the second hour, we're going to talk... Aliens. With gas. Man. And that's going to be a really fun hour because uh, we have some really cool tunes we're going to play. And Danny even brought some songs. Am I correct on that? I've been thinking, ever since the last time I was on here, I've been thinking about all the alien music that <laughs> has probably gone <laughs> undusted. Yeah, nice, man. All I got to do is Google songs about Venus, you know. <laughs> I'm serious. And I got one, actually. And it's like the most awesome Venus song in the world. And it's for children. And those are the only things that pop up are songs about Venus. But they're like kids songs, you know what I mean? Right. But this one is the most funkiest jam. I mean, like, it's, it's going to get stuck in your head. So you gotta I like funky. You'll thank me later for that. <laughs> so I did some comedy last night. Oh, yeah, that's right. How'd that go? Sorry, but you're not funny go. at all, Kevin. Oh, gee, well, thanks, Danny. <laughs> um, um, by the way, Danny's with uh, Captain Squeegee. Tonight you're playing music. You got a gig tonight, and then you're also on the road with Fayuka pretty soon. Yep. So very cool, man. 
So last night, um, I don't know if you're gonna be in town October 13th. I solidified a like a longer set night, if you will, more like I'm not gonna call it a headlining night, but I'll be doing a longer set on October 13th because I did a really good show last night. Oh, so are, sweet. Yeah. Are you? I mean, is it headlining or what? Yeah, yeah. I guess you can call it that. Yeah, say it. <laughs> say well, it, bro. But it's like you know, the thing is, like the thing about comics is that when you know, if you're really touring and you're a headlining comic, you know, when you're local, I mean, I can't call it a headlining. I'm just gonna say it's me doing a longer set. I see. <laughs> you know what I mean? I see. I guess it's different for bands. It's a lo- it is different for band. It is absolutely. We're so desperate to say we're headlining every other second. <laughs> well, you think comics would be too? But I mean, they would actually. But I'm a little more rational about it. You know, I mean, I'm aware that I'm not a touring comic, and I'm nowhere near the you know getting the paid situation. At least not yeah, now. Yeah, you stay humble. <laughs> right, stay humble. Right, exactly. Yeah. But uh, one of my, jo- my one of my jokes didn't work last night, and I was oh, a little really? yeah. And I think just it's be- one. Well, I think it's because our generation. Yeah, this is a funny that actually, that happens though. But you're right. There were two jokes that didn't work. But the fr- but there was the first one that made me made me interest- interested in the current generation, and I don't think they're really um, grasping the past, or at least remembering the past as much, at least the terminologies and some of the c- uh, pop culture from back in the days. Because my joke was. Um, I talk about okay, Cupid banning that Nazi from their website, you know? Mm-hmm. For life, by the way, just so you know. Just, it's like adding a cherry on top. <laughs> for life. Well, ban means kind of for life, you know what I mean? You could say for life, fine, great. But I was thinking, like, like what was this guy's profile, you know? His name is like, hi, my name's Chris, and I like long walks on white, sandy beaches, and <laughs> <laughs> I like campfires <laughs> and circle jerks. <laughs> 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 Flat on the circle jerks, man. Nothing went down. I, like, I could see that. Yeah, and I was like sad. I was like, was you guys it go. Just because they didn't know what a circle jerk was. I or? think so, right? And I was How like, do you yeah. not know? Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't just, know. I'm so maybe. confused right now. <laughs> I mean, weren't we all thirteen? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've never been involved in one, Danny. I don't know if you have another story oh, you want to talk speak about. Speak for yourself, <laughs> Kevin. I just said go home and Google it when you get there. That's all I could say. But you know, uh, don't get mad at us when your Google algorithm is all messed up after. That. Right, right. <laughs> but I was I was a little curious if I if I should go in that direction and use you know because that's kind of a you know going into the racial situation you know and the situation we got going on in the world right now. Yeah, it's not, a, not, not in the world here in America. Right. It, it's a bummer. It's like uh, humor has definitely been left out of the equation in the last week, and it seems like if anyone tries to use it. They've been scorned with the same hatred that uh, so many others have. So right. I don't know. It's a strange situation. You know, if you watch Blazing Saddles, you wonder if you could make the same jokes now that you could have just 40 years ago. And everyone was loving that. So I think humor is so healthy and so good for us that I wish I wish there was a way for us to introduce it now in a sensitive way. I don't know. Just exactly watch reruns of Nick at Night, man. Watch uh, <laughs> right. Watch All in the Family. Watch The Jeffersons. Watch uh, Sanford and Son, Chico and the Man. You know all these shows back in the seventies. Everything was out on the table, man. There was, I mean, everything was out on the table. Well, and at least that's why I don't know if you saw my my only comment on the situation was just. If you're going to celebrate white nationalism, you shouldn't use tiki torches yeah. <laughs> because you're right. literally a, right. making a point to like Polynesian <laughs> and like right. New Zealand native <laughs> cultures. Right. I mean, I don't know back in the late 1800s when you grabbed pitchforks and, t- and torches. Yeah, at I mean, least they like chopped down their own wood. <laughs> I was going to say. You know what I mean? They like. They didn't have tiki torches They back broke then. their own branches <laughs> and then lit those on fire. I can but. only imagine these guys going into a Home Depot or something like that, buying these things. That's exactly what happened. I know. Or Walmart, probably. Right, right. So, (laughs) I think, you know, I think that was a good sign that, like, they're really not that powerful. 
you know, if, if they're getting tiki torches on mass, <laughs> right. and they think that that makes them look powerful, then like already they're too lazy to get their own, you know, torches. They uh, are too broke to pay for, you know, better torches. Right. So obviously, you know, there's a good sign here that uh, <laughs> they're relying on such lame, useless nonsense. I find it funny that people are willing to out themselves as being a racist, but not out themselves as being a medical or a marijuana smoker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like come out of the cannabis closet, too, you know. It's just right. Would you, I mean, well, I mean, you say that, but I mean, look at the cannabis cup. Those things go way better than these marches do. <laughs> right. Definitely. You know what I mean? There believe are me, way believe, more believe people coming from all over the world getting together to smoke some weed. There is no than they way are to say that they on. hate somebody. I know. I'm not comparing the two. Was that? <laughs> oh, that's uh, we just won something. I think. Ooh. <laughs> Heidi's addicted to Wheel of Fortune. I, I'm not by, by no means like comparing the two. Okay. I, by, oh no, but I'm, I'm just know, saying. I'm saying, saying it's, a, it's another point for the team. Is what I'm is. saying. Right. Right. If you are going to compare them, hey, at least <laughs> there's a lot that. more stoners than there are like bigots. <laughs> I know. I know. So <laughs> well, I'm just I'm saying that's a good the, sign by the concept of the fact that yeah yeah I'm going to go out there and tell people I hate everybody else and risk my job, risk my reputation, risk risk everything I have you know for that and that's a that's like that's everything you know for mar- marijuana is not even close to that and people won't you know yeah I think if I was an employer I, I'd be much happier about yeah. my stoner uh, right, situation if I saw that uh, that's the guy I work with I didn't know he smokes weed <laughs> well, <laughs> right? and, and you know what they're probably not doing both that's the one thing that, you know <laughs> right, what I mean right it's I mean, really it, it tends to be really hard <laughs> to hate everyone if you're high right. so maybe re- that's what those guys need well it's not just that they need it I'm sure a lot of those guys probably smoke weed but it's not just the weed it's, but they only it's hang the, out with each other so right that's not helping and they're right exactly they're only yeah 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 but also as far as like they're also doing other drugs and maybe or they're drinking oh, sure. and stuff like that and you know so it's not and it's, just working out too much <laughs> i'm kidding well and you guys know I how just all this out. started right it's because they started taking down those statues of the confederate well that's you know. what yeah everyone's getting upset now the reason these statues are up from what I've been reading at least catching up online with is that they were up years after the civil war they were right. done up in the, during the Jim Crow laws as uh, intimidation factors you yeah. know that whole saying where the, the south will rise again when you have the images of these men all around the place that gives people more hope that that will happen I would imagine that's kind of the feeling right. people have and now that's coming down now it's like, coming down they're like ew. oh my god now right this is like now it's what do we have left I mean not it's still going to be there. It's just not going to be in on, on a street by you know when you drive right. by and seeing it. Yeah, you know. Have you guys ever seen? Have you guys been to Seattle? No. Yes. In Fremont, <laughs> there's that huge statue of a uh, Lenin that they brought in, right? right? And it's interesting the justification. You know, they have a little plaque there, and it tries to explain that. Well, regardless of what this guy did. This thing was a work of art, right? It's huge. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm, I have. Now, I haven't seen all these South, these uh, Civil War hoodlums that have their own statues of themselves. <laughs> and um, I know a lot more about Lenin, obviously, um, honestly, than I do about um, Lee or these other fellows. I know that, obviously, they had slaves and they like doing that. So that's uh, definitely a, a negative point for them. <laughs> negative 100 points. <laughs> And I know that Lenin killed, like, you know, about a million people or something. So that's definitely a big negative for him. So I I wonder, you know, I wonder how much it matters. If it matters, obviously, I'm... I'm on a position to say that, you know. I feel like the people that feel more persecuted are the ones in the in the know right now. And 
we should be listening to them, you know? I, I did hear a really fascinating, um, a fascinating talk that this woman gave about how her kids, she's an African-American, she has an African-American family, and her kids play in this park where Lee is, like, looming over them. <laughs> and she hates it. Right. And I was like, damn, I get that. Sure. You know? I was like, I get yeah, that. It's, it's not just a reminder for some, it's also a reminder for others, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, I, you know, I think this whole situation goes much, much further back than the statues. Um, obviously, it goes all the way back to the Civil War, but I have my own feelings and thoughts about it. I don't know if I want to drop it yet. Exactly. <laughs> you want to hold on to it? That's what <laughs> yeah, you're trying I have to say? Very, I have very deep um, con- uh, conspiratorial opinions about <laughs> the entire climate that we're seeing right now. All right. Well. Uh, it's definitely not a new idea. Uh, race war is not a new idea. Race war has been used and abused and influenced by many powers in the world to get what they want, which has nothing to do with the battle that's usually being fought. So... I have opinions on that, but I'll wait. I'll wait. You might not get a chance, Danny. Really? Should I just drop it right now? <laughs> this might be your only opportunity, buddy. No, why don't we, why don't we take a break? How about that? Yeah, yeah. take a break. That would be good. Play well, a song. You my good stuff right away. You got to get a conspiracy song lined up. You know what? I mean, I don't even know if I do have a conspiracy song. Oh, I'll search on. my computer for something. If You know, I mean, There's so I have much a band called Highest Conspiracy. Oh, I know those guys. You know those guys, yeah. Those guys are neat. Yeah, Tide Penny. Yeah, I like yeah. them. So I got that song. I got P.O.D. I think with I almost accidentally played trumpet with them once. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. You've been like, on so many bands, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it was, yeah it's getting Can dirty. Can you name them? It's getting sloppy. <laughs> All right, I got high, Highest Conspiracy with Happy. We got P.O.D. with Masterpiece Conspiracy. Ooh. Mm. I can hear some P.O.D. right now. A little now. P.O.D.? Yeah. All right, we'll do that. We'll come back. We'll hang out with you guys here on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. It's Saturday. It's going Global with Gasman is the program, and we're on the air till 5 p.m., and then the second hour of this will be... Aliens. With gas. Aliens. <laughs> nice, man. All right, we'll be right back after uh, these important messages. Smiles, you swallow it up with sincerity, lies, and lock me up. Label dangerous files for the unknown. So you scared of my style, alert the press and address the stakes of emergency. With a crew you love to hate, first mistake, you were never ready. Dance with the dead, better be ten times more deadly. This is me, I'm always the same. Virus in the system, crash the mainframe. Uprise, now fall in line. Roll with the pack or get left behind.
There we go. It's Masterpiece. Yeah. Conspiracy from POD right here on Going Global with Gas. I like the heavy stuff, man. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it cleanses the soul, I think. It does. <laughs> it's believe. fitting, too, in these subjects. Have you guys been in mosh pits before? <laughs> I uh, know you have, yeah. right? Uh, <laughs> uh, we're so, clearly metal, if you haven't looked so, at Heidi right. <laughs> <laughs> Mosh pit, stage diving, or... Or uh, what's the other one I saw? Or, crowd, uh, crowd surfing. surfing. There you go. Oh my, those three. I don't like those. crowd surfing just because you know there's too many fingers <laughs> for girls. And you're a girl. I can see not liking your girl. When I'm a, I'm a guy, so I'm like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> you're digging it. Like, who just got my booty? I'll tell you what, man. When I'm up there and I get a, when I get a shoot to the back of my head, that person is getting a fist right in the ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can see that they're getting hit. I mean, that's just what. It, but that's part of the thing. That's what that comes along with the territory when you right. You got to be prepared for that. Right. You can't. You can't bitch and complain about. That right, Kimmy. I get hurt in the mosh pit. Shouldn't have gone <laughs> in. My uh, it doesn't fly that way. My mother is mortified at how much I crowd surf in bad. <laughs> dude. But that's because well, the crowds though. are so big, right? And the energy is there, and dude, I can feel so the fun. trust. Dude, you're and so, I just do it. You're so much fun on stage because I saw you with black bottom lighters and the hourglass cats over at the uh, the last at live last wire show, at live wire the last live wire. And this man, I tell you what, he's like the the most active guy on stage. He's having so much fun. He's playing ten different instruments in one <laughs> song, and, and he's just singing along. He's pointing at the crowd. I mean, man, you are what you expect when you see a performer on stage. I so. just get bored easily. <laughs> is that what it is? You <laughs> need do. to fill, fill the void I gotta, somehow? I've got to play something. You know, you're, really, you're, you're, you're entertaining to watch and, and, and your playing is awesome and, and it shows because of all the bands that want you to play with them as well. Not to say that, you know, Horns are, are like a hockey player of, of uh, the music industry. <laughs> no, the horns are in a weird place. You can't really just be a horn player, in my opinion. Right. I think that's a mistake. Okay. Because then you... Uh, you have nothing to do when you're not playing horn. Right, you're just standing there. You got to have a triangle or something, right? Yeah. So yeah. So I I learned the triangle now. I rock the triangle. Actually, I think that's one of the few things I do not have. <laughs> really? I really should have it though for just, comedic effort. You never know. The right? vibra slap is a big hit, you know, and I only use that a couple times. Right. Because anything else would be ridiculous. So for you, it would be better better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Oh, I love having my bag of toys. I got my bag of right. toys in here right now. Right. Are you like the the carrot top of uh, <laughs> foreign players? That's dark. Of musicians. <laughs> <laughs> Super dark. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just I want to I want to contribute to the music, however I can, right. with whatever I got in my hands or in my heart. Right on. Right Boom. On. Yep. I love it, man. <laughs> you got a lot of passion. for I'm really it. just I a theater kid that got into being in rock bands. Really? And that explains kind of I think what you're saying. Really? Yeah. Originally, I went to college for music theater. I went to college where at ASU. I was a music theater major. But I was so distracted. I was the only straight guy in the program. <laughs> and I was so distracted by women. And like, I just was not paying attention or learning anything, really. I just kept like putting together songs in a day's notice and then everyone loved it. You know, I wasn't like, wasn't pushing myself at all. Right. So then I finally went on tour and that kind of saved me. That kind of, that really busted my balls and showed me what it meant to like really work and play music. And so then when I came back, I focused more on that stuff, nice. being in bands. Were you always a horn player? Yeah, a trumpet called to me. I heard the trumpet call. I started playing trumpet when I was in fourth grade, and that was awesome. But I got bored. I was like, I'm saying, dude, what I just get bored. What did you play right away on the trumpet? I mean, what did you, what did, I mean if you wanted it, you Movie have... themes. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> right away, I learned Indiana Jones. I learned Star Wars. I was like, boom, show me the money, you know? <laughs> I wanted those tunes. This is people, where I, get I wanted paid. the hits. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still play that all the time. Yeah, dude. The kids love it. <laughs> they do. I know. I know there's a band, Project Out of Bounds, that are in San Diego, and they open up their set when they come out here, at least I'm sure everywhere else, but they open up with that, that the Death Star march. You know, so it's pretty cool. So I like it. And they have the horns, and they got up there to start. That's how they start their show, basically. The Imperial March. The Imperial, the Imperial March. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. John yeah. Williams. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, <laughs> Just does. John. Whatever. Another John tune. So uh, <laughs> I got into another little dealio on, online. Uh oh. <laughs> These are our, always entertaining. What do you mean, a dealio? Well, like a okay. fight? Yeah, like, yeah. well, not really a fight. Oh my but God, that is everywhere say, in my feed right now. Let, let's just Kevin say. Kevin likes poking bears. Gas stirs shit. <laughs> That's going to be my new segment. Gas stirs shit. It's um, disgusting. <laughs> ABC 15, our local news here, I posted a story online. Now, this is what I get. It's always the local news. It always go, is. Because, Arr. okay, the thing is, is they're, they're fighting, because on regular TV, they're not fighting for the world online. You know, it's just. Four of the channels they got to beat out. Yes, online it's everybody they got to beat out. So they, I know. So they're trying to compete with you know the major news companies and what have you. But they also throw out the the stupid stories that make me feel like they're the National Enquirer. Right. I just I don't understand why they 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 feel the need to put out stories like this and all. Listen, all right. They're just desperate for virality. Well, that's exactly it's what the, it is. It's the current sickness. It's, it's a desperation. Yeah. It's so de- and it's sickening. Yeah. Exactly. So this is the story. Now, now, just mind you, I have a great sense of humor. Okay. I I mean I think it's apparent. <laughs> that I don't have to defend myself on that. I'm not an old curmudgeon. Okay. And I'm not an asshole either. But. Police issue warrant for Texas man caught having sex with chain link fence. <laughs> I almost clicked on that. I almost clicked on it. And then I was like, why do I care? Right. And then I did it. <laughs> and then you did and you read it. So, so I'm proud of myself because right now. Because you just want to see. So what, what's, I, didn't, I didn't click it. Did I you, you cl- oh, no, I did on. not click it. Come on, come on, Kevin. I'm not going to do it, man. You have to tell us what the story is. You didn't read the story? I didn't read it either. (laughs) You you clicked it? You gave him the click and you didn't read? I didn't. Come on, man. This is my post. Ready for this? Okay. Because I caught him like right off the bat. I caught him right when they posted it. I was the first guy up there. Ooh, that means you can rack up those thumbs. Right. You hope so, right? I got got 80 likes. All right. I don't think I have any. I have one angry. (laughs) All right. Out of 80 comments or 80 uh, likes, I guess you can say, right? I have 69 likes, seven happy faces or laughs, three hearts. And one angry face. <laughs> and this is what I wrote. I go, this story holds no value to anyone's life. Stop posting crap like this. <laughs> so simple. So, so simple. to the point. And I have 25 replies. <laughs> <laughs> like arguing like why they should post stuff like that. We need to know if there's a man... Yeah, you know, we, we need to protect our fences. I just don't, I don't understand. Again, I mean, we talk about the the clickbaits and and what have you, but you know, these are stations that claim to be their family friendly. They're you know, we're your local, you know, that we're your local best friends and this and that. I just don't know why you would promote stories when you don't need to. You know, I think they give these jobs to some of the lackeys too. I think you're I've right, noticed. but it still needs. They're to like, be, ah, Brian, can you run the Facebook? I don't right. even know how to do that. You know, right. what I, mean? I totally agree with you. There is a <laughs> department that does that, but there has to be. And then Brian's just looking for those hot. <laughs> Links, you know, and he whoops. Yeah, right, right. But now also, there's the sex fence story online. I don't know what to do now. But they also did one about Sunny Slope. I think there was a penis that was drawn on the mountain. But that like was that. hilarious, <laughs> dude. Come on. AZ Family Channel Three and Five posted that story. But they blocked out 
They blocked Doesn't matter. Out of Doesn't matter. You but, don't post that story. But if you walk outside need to. within like a square mile, everybody saw it. So who cares <laughs> now at that point? I understand. Well, but not everybody. In the, and you put it online now more than everybody saw it. You know what I mean? I don't so, know. I thought that was, I, look, that was a good be, day for me. I, I'm not trying to be the angry. <laughs> that was a good day for me. <laughs> It's a look, big dick on the mountain. That's hilarious. I, Did they that put it as hilarious. a warning or I, something? Like, hey, if you're bringing your kids over here, watch out for this giant wiener on the side of the mountain. <laughs> well, I'm just... Like, that'd be different. Did you see it? What's so different no, about it, though? Oh, I'm you just saying, see it. look, I'm, I'm not against <laughs> giant wieners on mountains, okay? Let's just put that out <laughs> okay, there right I'm now. I'm Googling it right now. Especially I'm, since it was obviously done by, like, high school kids. Right. It was, like, the last week of school. So here we go. The news is saying... And it's Pinnacle Peak. There's all these P's in the word. Like, it's... Oh, yes! But, Danny, what I'm saying is they took that and made a bigger mountain out of that molehill. <laughs> <laughs> they made a bigger, a right. bigger they, thing yeah, out of it. They the erected thing. it more largely than they needed to, I guess. I don't know if that's the right terminology. <sighs> but what I'm saying is like they don't need to go there. There's enough news out there where this is just... I mean, look, if you want to do this, set up your own little National Enquirer side piece gig. You know, ABC 15 Silly Stories or something like that. I know Yahoo's got those Silly Story uh, segments, you know. Uh, whatever they're called, you know, weird weird news or something like that. But that was legit news because they were also trying to find out who did it. I know, but you're And like, that was like part of the story. Sorry, bro. That was like <laughs> a special story for me. <laughs> all right, all right. That was like a well, highlight can, of 2017 so far. But my point... Everybody's dying and I'm like crying and then there's this sweet dick on this <laughs> mountain. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying on the news aspect, they don't need to post that. It's news though. <laughs> it was huge. But it's not news. So it's I not... Googled Wiener on Pinnacle Peak <laughs> yeah. and nothing is coming up. No, Sunny Slope. Oh, Sunny Slope. Oh, I said Pinnacle. Oh, sorry. Right. Retract. I'm getting my mountain dicks messed up. <laughs> well, we have a camel toe mountain. Getting them here. all flip flopped, <laughs> don't we? <laughs> we do. <laughs> do you we see it yet? Sorry, I'm just waiting for. We also have a Snoopy mountain somewhere in the. Uh, it's near Sedona. Is it near Sedona? Where's that Snoopy mountain at? Snoopy. Yeah, the, the rock formation that looks like Snoopy. It's in Arizona. Oh, that's. Uh, are you talking about the one near on uh, Camelback? No, no, no. It's like a little bit. Oh, out. that's Tom's thumb. Yeah. I, I've never seen it. I would love to see that. Snoopy is such a joyous... There's a Snoopy rock. I'm telling oh, I you. I love that. I'll show you in the break. And then we had the Squaw Peak situation. But that's over now. Didn't they finally just totally rename it? Did you know about this? I think they did uh, rename it. It's like Piestua. Oh, Piestua. Piestua. Right, right. Because she went to one of the oil wars. Yes, but the squaw originally meant some sort of derogatory feminine situation. Right. Danny, can I just get you to agree that this man who was caught having sex with a chain link fence should not be on Arizona News? That I can stand behind, <laughs> Okay, Kevin. thank you. I feel better now. <laughs> but if there's a dick on a mountain, I want to see it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but I, okay, but I'm just saying the, 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 <laughs> the deliverer of the news is the wrong news source. It shouldn't come from AZ Family. But that's local news. I know, but, if they, but I'm just saying maybe they need to rebrand themselves, not family. That's true. Because when you watch the news, honestly, it is an emotional roller coaster. And you really want your kids in there with a smiley face and start being crying because of a sad story. And then the next thing you know, they think they're going to die because something in their kitchen is going to kill them. <laughs> you know, there's. Right, so that's what we need lighthearted moments like that. We don't need the news penis. at all, is what we don't need. I see. I'm just saying we don't well, need the news. I agree at with all. that. Yeah. Oh, I'm always turning it off. Yeah, right. I catch my mom watching it, I turn know. it off. My mom's hardcore. She gets pissed. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but this is like. Brainwashing nonsense. You don't need this. My mom's hardcore MSNBC, okay? I mean, Ooh. like, honestly, from the start, when she wakes Ooh. up, basically, to when she decides to watch Jeopardy, <laughs> you know, it's all MSNBC. 
and I and I'm I go there visit. I'm like, you can't. Why do you watch this all the time? I'm like, wait, this is this is just as bad almost as the other side. But not, I mean, at least they're almost on target, you know, as more so than the other ones. But she's just she's always watching this. So she gives me a call a couple nights ago. <laughs> she goes, hey, I just want to let you know. I do not want you to go downtown on Tuesday when that asshole comes into town. Because <laughs> Trump's doing a, a rally here on the on uh, Tuesday. Oh, it's going to be like right. ground zero level Dude. madness. Well, he's still. I didn't realize he was coming here. I this know is, I saw all the this protests. Is his, this is his first like appearance As since all the pandemonium. And I got to say, Phoenix is not ready. And he picks Arizona? Phoenix is not ready. Well, there's talk that he is also going to use the platform of Phoenix to announce that he's going to pardon Sheriff Joe because he said that he might do that about a week ago. Yeah, I saw that. Which also is not going to go well. It's just not going to go well. No. It's going to be total havoc and I'm really interested what the what the plan for the police are because I think that plays into uh, kind of my earlier where my earlier rant was going. I remember Ah, of course, how can I forget? Oh. <laughs> Welcome, the bringer of darkness, <laughs> Donald J. Trump. All the goblins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was actually his intro music. We did the show. Danny was with me. We did this. It was a total rabbit hole. He went down on that tune from his very first speech as a president at the CIA wall of, uh, was it the CIA, right? CIA wall of uh, heroes, I think it was called. One of those bad news groups. <laughs> right. And that was their intro music to Pence and to Trump. That's what they used. And this oh my very weird very strange. Well, it was like pump up metal music, you know. It was a little dark, but, but it just was seems like, like what's going on. It's just, I mean, it, it's not a national big hit song. It's kind of an off the beat song, right. you know. So someone knew about this song and had to find it and said, "I'm we're going to use this." And uh, yeah, it was a really anyway. Sweet. Kevin dug it up, and it's like <laughs> I did. the lyrics are like praising Lucifer, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not lying, man. I don't think like Pence or Trump they have any idea. They're just like, yeah, right, right. You remember the guy's name, Daniel something? No, but yeah, it was a pretty. It's it's a dark rabbit hole, but it was a dark rabbit. I was very proud of you. That was like, you really made steps to like find your own conspiracy movie. Yeah, I did. And like ele- and we elevated it together. I was very proud of that that but day. The thing was though, it wasn't like no one else sleuth that. Right. You were the one. I was the one. Yeah, I broke that story. You I were mean. the neo of that, <laughs> of that metal Lucifer Trump connection. It was my own uh, curiosity that made me just go down that line of this, who was the song. And where maybe was the, the only thing that saves us. <laughs> all right. It could be me. Um, all right. Let's play this song, man. These guys are from England. They're called the Black Delta Movement. The tune is called Seven Circles, and we'll jam this. We'll come right back. Maybe it means something. I don't know. The word, the number seven is important, isn't it, Danny? Of course. Yeah. So it's number six, right? And circles are cool. And number two. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're four. into numerology. It <laughs> gets a little over the top. Right. Up to 13, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's uh, let's jam this. Yeah, let's do that. All right, we'll be right back here. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hang out with us here. It's going globe with gas. This is fun, man. Yeah. 
Global with the Gas Man on your Saturday afternoon, 3.41 Pacific Time, as we broadcast from an undisclosed location somewhere on this planet. Somewhere. My name's Kevin Gasman. Of course, you can call me Gas. It's all good. That's Heidi Gad, by the way. What's up? And Danny Torgerson is with us here from Captain Squeegee Band here in Phoenix, Arizona, and also travels with Bad Fish. He's hitting the road with Fayuka, and uh, you are a hired gun, my friend. Pew, pew. <laughs> There's a really cool doc- a laser gun, really. We, uh, we we did an interview with Rudy Sarzo, the bass player from Ozzy and White Snake and Quiet Riot, and he, we it was about the documentary. Oh, is that it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. He's with the Guess Who now, by any chance. And huh. we forgot to ask him about aliens. <laughs> we totally did. That's but classic. He, um, <laughs> but, you guys were starstruck. But he was a. <laughs> we were. He's a. Uh, <laughs> Kevin looked like that right there. Yeah, the whole time, like, dude. Ah. Glowing face on my. Uh, I, I, I did. It was, it was really fun. But you know, he was a hired gun, man. He got to go around and. You know, play whoever band wanted to hire him, and you know, and the and you're kind of in that boat, man. So as far as like joining a band, I mean, how free, how much freedom do you have? Because playing horns, I mean, no one's writing your music for you, are they? Mm, no, you're more or less not like, these bands. We need you just to kind of do your thing on our song. Yeah, that's kind of why you would have me in your band, right? You know, right. But you just know that there's holes, and you like want to fill it with some crazy tie dye juice, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I can always come in and just read music, <laughs> you know? But right, but... You're not going to get whatever the Danny factor is. Okay, so you're how's... You're just going to get the part that you wrote. How's it work with uh, Badfish? I mean, because they've been around and you're, you know, joining them. Is there well, other set songs? Obviously, you got to hit... Some certain. of those Sublime songs have horns. Right. A lot of them don't. I don't play the whole set, which is especially why, you know... I make sense in that band because I can play percussion and sing harmonies a lot. Right. A lot of harmony singing. Because you make yourself valuable, man. Not just one thing, man. Because you, you have to make yourself... And I even figured out with my my pedals, I play trumpet through guitar pedals in that band. Oh, right Heidi on. knows all about that. I do. Yeah, because Heidi's and, uh, an electronic violinist. So why and, not an electronic trumpist? Well, yeah. and, what, and what's cool about, um, you know, Sublime is that they dipped into kind of the, like, tripped out dub thing okay. have you ever listened to dub music not much but it's like reggae um but there's like a lot of 
kind of samples and mm. strange noises and a lot of delays going on, you know? Right. It's very much like trippy atmosphere music. So because of that, I kind of have free reign to get real psychedelic sometimes. Right, <laughs> sometimes I'll just be on my pedals. I'll just play my pedals. That's cool. With like, I like make mouth noises and <laughs> twist them around and make them... You know, back. Peter Frantimish. Effects pedals are cool, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's Danny. Uh, cooler than laptops. That's like the one world that's competing still with laptops. Yeah. Laptops just are not as cool as guitar pedals. Never. You can play your guitar through a laptop and no one will think that's cool. Uh, yeah, right. I've never seen that before. <laughs> yeah, well, you could, but no one, it no one looks like Right. Is it a cheating kind of thing or no? Or does it look, uh, does it's just not going to, it's not going to sound, it's not going to, it's going to sound like a computer. And B, you're just gonna look like an asshole. <laughs> it just won't look guys. Yeah, guitar pedals are cool, man. It's like <clears throat> still like analog gear. Yeah. It's buttons and switches and you know, electronics inside. I mean, you could open that up and it'll look like a like a you know Frankenstein toaster. Yeah. Hmm. And you can move them around and stuff. You get totally different sounds, man. Yeah, just man. Get all weird. Do you, <laughs> do you play through a whammy pedal with your? I uh, one of them I use is the uh, Bad Horsey Wah, mm. the Steve Island. Mm-hmm. That one sounds really good. Of course, is spring loaded. Yeah, I love the spring. It's very good. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Danny? Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Pedal talk. <laughs> so I, I have another thing I wrote on my list here um, to, to talk about real quick. Oh, Kevin's list. So. Um, you know, I'm watching these online posts, and these are political because I follow the news, you know, follow the CNNs right. and the, you know, all the, <clears throat> you know, the, news, uh, well, just all the, the, their feeds, you know, see, just to kind of keep up with, with what's going on. And I find that there's a lot of women Trump supporters posting real nasty messages. Really? And I think they're using women because that, I think it's been determined that these are bots. These aren't real people. And they're using <laughs> profiles There's to do... There's bots on all sides. Well, there are bots on all sides, but you're finding that the Trump supporters are being women. More women are, are posting against it. So I feel like they've moved from men to women now. And using, their, using them to push their message as maybe it's going to be a, accepted differently coming from a woman than it would be a man. I don't know. I don't know. I know that there are a lot of... Like the the Trump supporters that I know, um, there's some in like the mix of my family, and uh, you know for them I think it's more like, oh I I want to save my kids from this where this crazy nation is going, and uh, you know they're coming from church every Sunday, right. and like they're just impassioned kind of moms. I I actually know a handful of those, yeah, and impassioned Christian mothers. Who don't necessarily like Trump? They're just they think that there's nothing else. Right, this is the last resort type thing. Um, I think it's because, well, I don't know. If I were them, (laughs) 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 I would just notice, you know, all the elitists and uh, you know how they're technically worshiping Satan all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So you know, but it does. I mean, Trump's just acting like Satan. So it's like, what what do you want? (laughs) You're getting the devil either way, I guess. Dude. Well, that's what someone scribbled on some wall out here in Phoenix. Trump equals Satan. <laughs> Did you see that in the news? No. <laughs> yeah, somebody vandalized a brick wall that said Trump equals Satan. Well, you know, and I do worry even for some members of my family that are still Trump supporters because <clears throat> most of my friends on Facebook, they it, it, it appears that they would, like, violently attack my family. 
And I don't, <laughs> I don't know what that means. You know, it seems like violence is very much a part of the discussion more than I've ever seen it in right. terms of like. Right. And why does it have to be that way? Like, I don't even. Well, there's, it's just. An, it's uh, by design. Let's say it's by design. It's people I are getting believe. riled up. I mean, you know, the we're thing being, is, is. We're being riled up. Yeah. yeah. That's what I believe. Well, when you watch the news articles online, I mean, look how much they're creating division. Look at yeah. the threads that they're putting down that people are, are posting. Like, again, these women are angry or, you know, these t- Trump supporter are women now that are starting these long angry threads of back and forth back and forth and it's you know demeaning each other and it's belittling each other and it's you know uh don't worry eight more years and we'll figure out a new president you know it's all that stuff of not knowing you know i don't the thing is here's the deal we haven't heard from Mueller in, a, in quite some time that investigation is going on still it has not stopped I feel I don't like think there's enough to it man you don't think so no and then that's why we're seeing phase two yeah, dude. It's I like think fa- phase distract. one, phase one failed. Here's the situation. Okay, do you want well, it? We haven't heard from them yet. So. Do you want it? Do Let's, you want it yet? You, you Should like, I save this for the for the alien show? I don't know. Got, I could tie, <laughs> I could tie it into that. You can tie. You want you want to tease it for the alien show? Yeah, I'll show? tease it right now. Okay. We could put this on overtime too. It's just really simple. Whether you love him or hate him, Trump was not chosen by the people that normally choose the president. So. They decided that they were going to destroy him. And maybe they should, you know, because I don't like him. But I do see a dangerous slope going on where the Russia angle, it didn't work. There's not enough. The investigation would have already found something, guaranteed. And the problem is that the, the harder they have to look to prove collusion with Russia the more they would have to admit that members of the other party have been colluding with Russia right. for decades. Right. So the level of collusion that they find right, it's be technically huge. is still probably like minimal in comparison to the true collusion with you know, lots of governments that are probably more evil than Russia, like Saudi Arabia. So <laughs> basically... So the web... The, so basically they had, they had to give up on plan A. Um... Plan B. Wait, so they give up on Plan A because it would expose too much? Because, yeah, yeah because they've, up, like, they've rabbit hole to people. Yeah, exactly. That that collusion and interfering with elections, especially. <laughs> I mean, you know, if they tried to to out Russia on quote unquote interference of an election, they would be outing themselves accidentally for how much we've in, been involved in rigging elections over the last hundred years. Right. Even more than that. Yeah, everything's gonna be exposed, man. Yeah. And of course yeah it's actually normal. Yes, behavior. Russia's playing the same game. <laughs> yes they are. You know? That's what's hilarious about the argument. Oh big bad Russia. It's like, no, you live in Big Bad America hmm. and Russia's just playing the same ball game. Right. So we're in the situation now where I see I see plan B and it it's it's going very well, and I, t- I don't like it. And uh, we are being – I believe that the entire conservative – that basically anyone left that supports Trump is now going to either have to abandon him or be called a Nazi by my friends, which is weird. And, like, I agree that he shouldn't have agreed, you know, or, um, you know, defended – these assholes because I I saw the videos of those guys they are scary it is bad news <laughs> but there's not yeah. a lot of them this idea that all of a sudden 
white, white supremacists <clears throat> are like you know raining upon us how it seemed like <laughs> right. communists were raining raining upon us long ago i think is a it's a really it's being um blown out of proportion obviously it's good to shed light on that because the that should not exist you know that type of thinking i don't know how to eradicate it um i get that people want to with violence i don't i don't think it's going to work uh that's been tried for hundreds of years <laughs> um i do see however a situation where when I watch videos of what went down, there are police, okay? And they roll in near the end. Both of the videos I watched of different moments at Charlottesville, they roll in at the end and they just circle the whole problem. They're not trying to stop any violence. They're not trying to stop any punches. They're not intervening at all. It's essentially a cockfight. And I think uh, there's a really great quote from a 007 uh, film I'm going to have you play where he talks oh, yeah. about <laughs> he talks about the the fighting fish and how the smart one just hangs out on the side until the survivor is so weak that then it's going to be really easy to move in. And I think that um, I have friends in the Antifa world. I have friends in the anti-government world, obviously, in the pro-peace world. Um, and I think that in the, in the shadow of real fascism coming to us, not through Trump, but whatever is after that, Trump will be a catalyst, in my opinion. In the face of true fascism we will only be fighting each other. And I already see that happening. Hmm. The fascists are the police. Let's never forget that. They actually work for the government. Okay? I know a lot of great cops. I don't think they're all fascists yet on accident, but they might, they might become that way. It's really easy in history for that to happen, apparently. And so, like, dude, I just got to say, we got to take a step back. I don't know how to fix the problem. But I don't think that a ton of violence is the answer. A big mm. fat bowl of marijuana is the answer. <laughs> Danny Torgensen hanging out with us here, and Heidi Gad as well. And <clears throat> yeah, uh, well said, my it's friend. It's going down, Danny. dude. It's going down, dude. It's a theory. It's a theory he has, and you know, I mean, that's mm. one aspect to look at it. You know, you can think about it on your own and come up. Because look, we have these guys. Own conclusions. These but, V for Vendetta homies that they, they, they should be fighting the state, right? But now they're fighting these you know, supremacy hoodlums. And, like, we need that energy to be going towards the state. And, like, clearly things are being d redirected now. We need that energy to stay another hour. For, ah! <laughs> for, for ah! One more to go, and we're going to get into more rabbit holes as we uh, watch where we step as well. But uh, let's take a break. Let's do it. And we'll come back with... Aliens. With gas. Man. Recently, with a plain and simple dream Wanna infiltrate some third world place And topple their regime Those men in black with their mansion suitcases Where everything's on a need-to-know basis Agents got that swagger Everyone's so cloak and dagger I'm feeling nervous but I'm really kinda wishing For an undercover mission That's when the red alert came on the radio And I put my earpiece on 
sunglasses on And I had my weapon drawn So I get my handcuffs, my cyanide pills My classified dossier Tapping the phones like yeah Shredding the files like yeah And my rise to all the enemy's spies I gotta neutralize today Yeah It's a party in the CIA I've done a couple of crazy things that have almost gotten me dismissed Like terminate some head of state who wasn't even on my list Burn that microfilm, buddy, will you? I tell you why, but then I'd have to kill you You need a quickie confession? We'll start a waterboarding session No hurry on this South American dictator I'll assassinate him later That's when he walked right in my laser sights And my silencer was on And my silencer was on And another target's gone Yeah, we got our black ops all over the world From Kazakhstan to Bombay Paying the bribes like yeah Plugging the leaks like yeah Interrogating the scum of the earth We'll break them by the break of day yeah, it's a party in the CIA. Yeah, it's a party in the CIA. Need a country to stabilize. Stabilize. Look no further, we're your guys. We're your guys. We've got snazzy suits and ties. Suits and ties. And a better dental plan than the FBI. It got weird, didn't it? Yeah. Up in smoke That's where my money goes In my lungs And sometimes up my nose When troubled times Begin to bother me I take a toke and all my cares go up in smoke. <laughs> up in smoke, donde todo es libre. There are no Dicen no fume So I roll un bomber Y me doy un buen toque Y después I choke Y todo mis cares Go up in smoke Come on, let's go get high Up in smoke that's where I wanna be Cause 
I feel obligated to warn you. At any time you are conscious of a tingling sensation, you may obtain immediate relief by screaming. The last time I caught an odor like that was 11 years ago. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! What if I told you I'd take you to a place you'd never been and do something to you that's never been done? You got to check it out, little boogie woogie on your brain. Open your mind real wide now. Can I grab you by the boo boo door? I can hear my hair growing. I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. Man. We're not likely alone in the universe. If you look at how common the ingredients of life are, uh, hydrogen and oxygen and nitrogen and carbon, we're made of this stuff. That's the foundations of organic chemistry, carbon-based life. This stuff is everywhere we look in the universe. And so whatever happened on Earth, it's not likely to be rare or unique because carbon chemistry on which life is based, is the most fertile kind of chemistry there is. And carbon is abundant across the universe. So if there's life somewhere else, it's probably based on carbon. It's an, a fascinating bias, but it's not an unjustified bias. So and the universe has been around 14 billion years, plenty of time to evolve all manner of creatures out there, particularly microorganisms. We have no reason to not think of microorganisms as aliens. They, they don't have to have, have built a ship. There's just alien life on another planet. Aliens. With gas. Man. I was going to say man this time. Oh, we'll oh. get you in on that one, man. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson on uh, the website. And this happened about a month and a half ago. On, it was on express.co.uk. And that's him talking about uh, the possibility of life. Now, he, we had another clip of him not too long ago talking about the existence of UFOs. Right. Basically denouncing them. Yeah, that's my issue with Neil right. and Bill, but Bill's not even legit anyway. Well, so how do you come to that and then say, well, there probably are aliens just because of uh, percentage-wise of what's out there compared to who we are, and carbon is mixed by everybody else. It has to be something, whether they're flying through space or they're just crawling on a rock somewhere. I think that there's a concerted effort to, you know, demonize the, the thought that UFOs are related to the subject. I mean, we've talked about that before. Yeah. And you think I, they're completely two different entities? And, and I, think, I think that people have been, yes, in a way, discussing life on a meteor. D okay, in a way, discussing bacteria 
on Mars is, yes, relevant to the subject, but so different than trying to confront spaceships that are landing on Earth right. or coming to Earth. You know, if you want real answers, where would you go first? Right. The stuff coming here, right? Not a bunch of theoretical equations. Now, granted, I would like to see us go to Mars, you know, but even then, you can't trust NASA, so I don't know what they do. Well, they say we already are there. <laughs> so, I know. I, I, you know as well. That's Danny Torgerson. He's hanging out with us, our special guest. The Extraterrestrial Rock Show has begun. We're here. We are, and we're here for the next hour <laughs> discussing the strange and unusual, like ourselves and everything else out there in the world. <laughs> Going to play some cool tunes and talk... Aliens and UFOs, and yeah. starting off with that, we're going to talk stuff. the eclipse a little bit later on as well. We'll yeah. jump into that. Um, you don't want to tell your friends that this is the only eclipse. This is uh, you don't need glasses for. <laughs> I'm just <Ooh>. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's messed up, bro. <laughs> I might weed out the, a few people. I don't know, man. Eclipse practical <laughs> jokes, <laughs> brutal. Or just, or give him just like three D glasses. Here you go, man. But what if President Trump say you don't need glasses to watch the eclipse? Well, what? then everyone <laughs> that believes that, then they can look, and then we'll see how that. Goes. <laughs> it's it's true. You could use a box. Yeah, there was a lot. I mean, yeah. remember when you were a kid, you were growing up, and you know you had that. That was one of the things you did. You you made your own eclipse viewer right. as a kid. I mean, it seemed like you know you'd always see one when you were that age. I was just looking online for directions in terms of hardware stores. They have eyeglass protection that is used for um, welding and things like welding with like bright lights and such. Right. <laughs> and there's a bunch of good stuff. I don't need those stupid glasses that uh, are selling out everywhere, do, I heard. Do you want to see it? Yes. Yeah, you are? You're excited about this? Everyone, I don't understand who's not excited. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> You, you don't care at all really? about it? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> why, why is that surprising to you? Ugh. Why okay. is that surprising to you? Why, why should I care? Give me, give me some Have reasons. Have you ever seen one? Yeah. Like with your own eyes? Yeah. Was, is this the lunar eclipse, right? What is this called? <laughs> it's a solar eclipse. Oh, it's a solar eclipse. Because it's the sun, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad Danny jumped in on that one for me. We can't be having a show about other planets <laughs> and life on other planets and not acknowledge when they spin in a certain way. What is the significance of this for you guys? Um, I don't even know where to start. I don't know. Go for it, Heidi. It's cool. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. that, that's a fair argument. Um, it's better than staring at my phone or computer, or sitting in my office. Right. I mean, aren't we all going to see it when everything gets a little shady? <laughs> no, I think I think that if if you're not looking at it or trying to, then you're denying yourself one of those fundamental humbling experiences of being on this speck of Earth. Right. I mean, I think everyone's had that moment where even the night sky humbles you reminds you that you're just a small piece of this giant universe that you barely can comprehend that, that all the things that are making your life crappy right now none of that stuff matters because you have no idea what's actually going on we're just spinning on this rock bro around that bright thing and when you get to actually be humbled when your day stops because there's the sh a shadow from the earth or what how does it work or is the moon <laughs> coming the between moon. us yeah 
that's an important experience, you know? That levels you as a human. And I think the other thing is how celebrated it's been for eons in human history. Right. Right? I mean, but okay, but this was so then. special to all these religions and cultures. Let us not deny ourselves of the same experience that they had. <laughs> okay, but we are obviously a little more of a progressive society since then, you know? No, we're regressive compared well, to well, that. And their understanding of the universe well, their understanding and other of dimensions it. Not, and consciousness. Well, not just that but their appreciation of it and their use of it as part of their lives you know they they utilize that as their living and we don't you know we have a calendar yeah but I mean it's got you know, naked women on it you know you're probably the most religiously dedicated to your clock than any other part of your life sure. that is your religion sure. Kevin you are religiously an earthling and that you would never say it like that but that is the truth it's the only thing you hold as truth, really. Right, but what I was saying is, is the like clock. When, when we as a society, you know, have, have moved on to where we are right now. You know, we don't need to do the the sacrifices. We don't need to do those rituals anymore. It's, those are things you go to when you visit a country, and that's one of the tourist things you would check out. Look what our culture used to do. You know, and people are dressed up and doing these things. We don't need to do that anymore. So. What you're saying is when you see a solar eclipse, it kind of brings that back to reality a little bit more as to like, who the hell are you? Know, is it, are you saying, because you know, back in the day when that happened, it probably yeah, scared that, the crap out of people. Yes, that, you know. But now we know what it is. That so would it's be like, construed as an act of God, right, essentially, right. or God's. Uh, right, so now we know what it is. So it's kind of like, all right, well, it's going to happen again when? But well, see, and it's cool to see, like, because it's a mathematical thing, too. Like, you know, we're all spinning, 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 and right. this Just one the time, time, right? That's connecting. Yeah, it's like the prob- how often does law it happen? Probability. How often does it happen? Where we get a seat on our planet, on our on this side of the planet. Yeah, when yeah. it happens, it's uh, always on in different places, different sides. This is one of the largest swaths of populated area that it's going over. Um, it's mm-hmm. making it across the entire U.S. You right. know, a lot of our planet is water. We don't see some so of this stuff l- the way. Let me ask you this: What if it's not the moon, and what if it's Nibiru? Uh, well, then yeah. we got a lot more problems <laughs> than if you care about yeah. the solar. Yeah. Eclipse. <laughs> well, that's one of the predictions as the solar eclipse is brought in. We talked about this last week. But we would be feeling it now. Because it's on, you know, it's Bro, very soon the, from now. There'd be tidal waves yeah. and volcanoes and all this good stuff. So like science. We, yeah, that, that energy of the two planets coming together, they'll mess with each other. Right, gravitation, yeah. man. Well, it's kind of like a, like two magnets yeah. right. coming together. Yeah, right. magnets are super fun to play with. Right. right. Uh, there's a great movie about this called Melancholia. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, uh, Lars von Trapp. Oh my goodness, it is one of my favorite movies. Have you ever seen it? No, I have not seen this. Dude, I can't never watch that movie again. Anybody, <laughs> really? anybody, Was anybody. this a one-timer for you? It's a one-timer. Really? I don't need to watch it. I remember all of it so much, it can replay my brain right now, which it is. <laughs> anybody <laughs> into Nibiru theories, Planet X theories... Um, you know, exoplanetary collision theories, whether it has to do with long ago or maybe in the future, they should watch Melancholia because I think Lars, he's clearly read all this stuff. Right. And he wrote a script for this movie that basically simulates how it goes down. Everybody's in denial. Oh, it's not going to hit us. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. The government's like, don't even worry about it. And then uh, it really comes down actually to just a small group of people in the end. A family, and you get to kind of experience just like what it's like, you know, 
that that apocalypse scenario what how that goes down how that changes you as a person it's incredible yeah because we are you know you have the asteroid you know type of movies but never about another planet hitting you you are well, hitting us it's so slow and impending dude it kills me on the inside and it's beautiful because a planet is more beautiful to watch you know to see as it comes in to finally see a planet wow oh, you know yeah, but right. then it's like the end you know right. so it's it. you gotta yeah. watch it <laughs> melancholia and who's who's the actress um, Kristen. Chris, Kristen Dunst, yeah. who I normally think is terrible. And she's awesome in this movie. <laughs> Even uh, I, Kiefer Sutherland's in that, too. Kiefer. Didn't I say I have a man crush on Kristen Dunst? Oh, you will. <laughs> she lays, I'm surprised you haven't seen it. She, no, but remember she the, lays fully nude. Oh, my goodness. I'm in, definitely in, watching this In movie. the light <laughs> of the planet at night. Really? Because she's like, oh, man. People are losing it, but some people are finding it. Oh, you gotta watch it, dude. Yeah, we gotta watch your video on doing the song turning Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, that movie, I love that movie. Danny Torgerson's yeah. hanging out with us here. We are going. Uh, we are hanging out with you <laughs> here on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel on the Saturday afternoon, and we are also on the radio on ninety nine point one FM and ninety three point nine FM in Phoenix, Arizona, and we are also on the radio on ninety seven three The Rock in Morro Bay, and also on ninety. And we are also on ninety two point five. FM in Sonoma County, KOWS, on Saturday nights, every other Saturday night. Yeah, dude. So next Saturday, we will be airing another show, and the, uh, all the shows kind of get aired in sequential. So it's Sunday night tomorrow in Phoenix, it's the following week in Morro Bay, and then the following week after that, it's going to be heard in Sonoma County. How cool! Ooh, Sonoma! That's where the Bohemian Grove is. Is it really? <laughs> oh, I love it, man. Maybe we're going to get some more listeners then. Dude, <laughs> dude, if this show is playing there... I thought it was more Frisco sound in that more area, not, not more north of it. I know well, they, we are north of they're it. They're not going to go to the city. They're right. going to go to the woods to get uh, well, away with course, it. Well, of course, right. <laughs> to get away dude, <laughs> dude, if we're in the Sonoma... If we're on Sonoma Radio... Oh, sorry. It's I, okay. I punch. I punch the table. I know you do. It's all good. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, that's what that thunderous sound is. It's not Nibiru ending the world. I'm trying to. Mime, I'm trying to mime him. The. To... <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. We should do a field trip. We should do an aliens with gas investigation. Yes. Bohemian Grove. What we'll do is we'll do that. We'll go worship the, the giant owl. We'll take the show up the coast of California and we'll do shows along the way and we'll up there. Danny, you are more than welcome to join us. Let's man. go on tour. Let's do it. <laughs> well, that is the plan for the show, man. I'll tell you that much. And that will be happening. So I got some songs that I found online. Oh, you know? I had a song too. I didn't give it to you yet. You, you didn't give it to me yet. So <clears throat> you're, you're SOL on this one, man. Uh, but I do have a song for us here we can play. <laughs> And uh, I'll, I'll save the kids' song later on because that was the Venus song that I saw later. Oh, oh yeah, my yeah. God, you got to love this song so much. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You got to love this song so much. <laughs> so I did find a lot of songs, and uh, I, I kind of went far back to the '90s a little bit. You know, went old school, and I saw a song from Kraftwerk. It's a little long. It's like six minutes long. We can play it. It's a little, you know, electronic, if you will. <laughs> are, are you guys down for the craft work? Yeah. Let's hear it. All right, man. Does it have to do with aliens? It's, well, it's called Space Lab. That's good enough. All right. But it's craft work, so it's like, you know, the song Tequila. It's got one word, and it's called Space Lab, and that's all they say. So <laughs> it's, pretty much, uh, it's pretty much just put some headphones on and get lost, all right? We'll be back <laughs> right here. It's the Extraterrestrial Rock Show. Aliens. With gas. Man.
Aliens. With gas. Man. Craftwork <laughs> <laughs> and Space Lab is the tune, and that is from 1978, The Man Machine. That was good, dude. Yeah, man. It's trippy. Long song. A journey. I have a song that's going to get caught in your head a little bit later on. You'll thank me later, I'll tell you. Um, right now, though, it's the Extraterrestrial <laughs> Rock Show. We're hanging out with you until 5 p.m. Pacific time. It's 4.20 right now here on our undisclosed location broadcast as we have Danny Torgerson hanging out with us and Heidi Gadd and myself and you can introduce yourself straight from the mothership (laughs) (laughs) yeah we don't know what rabbit holes we're going to get down with when we have Danny hanging out with us in here but you were mentioning something on the way out during our break you wanted to talk about oh ah the UFOs, how many they show up yeah. during times of? I was really hoping we'd do this in the next time because I was going to Facebook Live it. Oh, were you? Yeah. Okay, well, hold on to it. Okay, okay, okay. We want to talk about it later on. But we were talking about the eclipse, though. The eclipse yeah. I, this is a big deal. Right. I'm glad it came up earlier. I hope that I at least change your mind slightly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, you know, again, when you have That's these... what I've been passionately fighting about on Facebook is w- if the eclipse matters or not. Okay, you know, staying y- out of the other stuff. You know Yod. Yod is from the Sari Robinson band. Are you familiar with Yod? Do you know who? I don't know him well. Okay, he's like you as far as, you know, inf- very informed of what's going on, okay? That's exciting. And I would love to have a panel of you guys yeah. hanging out with us. It'll be very fun, I think. It'll be a good time. But, you know, we, he was talking about seeing the lights above Tempe last year, and I was talking about him and his reaction to it being very animalistic or very, you know, na- naturalistic, being just a person on this mm. planet. You know, so when you see like a spaceship that's not normal, mm-hmm. you know, what happens to you internally, you know, as far as like, oh, you know, it's almost like a hand going into grabbing a, a goldfish out of a bowl. You're, you don't know what's coming out, coming that, out at you. That feeling is a big deal. Right. It's very specific. Right. So when you're seeing. Yes, that. I, yes, I see what you're saying. That's the same thing that I'm talking about in a way. About the eclipse. That you can feel that same feeling. Of not being alone or not being, or just being of like, just, what really is this? Just being on the earth right. in the middle of the un- of the known universe. Right. But back then they didn't really know the that. the way that that works, it doesn't matter. Right. It's like, sure, sure we don't say that the eclipse is God anymore, but it is. You know, even if you're, well, sure. even if you just subscribe to the Western atheist philosophy of that, you know, it's not about souls; it's about planets and and suns right. and stars and the way that they're all, you know, spinning around each other, and then the atoms that make that system up. You know, so like this is as close as you're going to get to God, so, especially if you don't believe in God. But we, people need because to understand. This, this is the clock. We're in the clock. We don't know where the clock came from exactly. We don't know why it's ticking. But you're in the clock, baby. And this is midnight right now. <laughs> and that's what people need to understand, though. Is what you're saying is that grasp of that of this. Right. I don't what know if everyone will. Yeah. Okay. You know? it's not, I don't think that everyone will instantly get that right. reaction. I guess. <laughs> but I'm saying that you could. Right. It's there for you. And that that moment isn't presented to you any other time in that way. Let's let's take advantage. Yeah, the next one we would even be able to see, I think, is like it's like one or two hundred years away. This it's is, like this far. Is one of those once in our lifetime Earth being on Earth things. Right. Yeah. So let's do that. Let's celebrate that instead of all this other stuff we built statues <laughs> there's, for. There's no need for right. Exactly. We, the most legit statue is still the pyramid, <laughs> right? Remember, and that thing is all about the sun. Do you remember that Twilight Zone episode where they land on the planet and they? Uh, they find these small, the small civilization, and and they, they found out. That I think they made a statue out of one of them, because they figured that he was their god. 
Mm-hmm. And then before mm-hmm. you knew it, the statue tumbled at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just. It's very metaphoric. Right, right. I mean, I think as far as we're concerned, I mean, it's weird when you're watching society go the way we're going. And, so, and to a certain degree, now I know the narrative gets pushed through our MSM. There's no doubt about that. I mean, if we didn't know, or if, we, if they weren't pushing these stories, we really wouldn't know this is going on. You'd have to hunt this down online for small side stories, you know. Are these local stories only, or are these real national stories? If right. it happens somewhere else, why should the rest of the country know about it? It seems like you're kind of antagonizing this to keep more people, you know, fighting against each other in a sense, as opposed to uh, pushing a different narrative and a more positive narrative for all of us. But the, that's all we seem to be getting there now. There's, there's really nothing... Uh, helping us become better or at least direct our attentions and our our uh, behaviors into something more positive. Well, and maybe if just everybody just goes outside, stops like working, like, oh my gosh, what if everybody just stopped working yeah, for a minute right. and, you know, it'll be there when you get back. Go and check it out. Like maybe all these people who are fighting and are all like dumb would be like, oh wait, we all live in the same place. We're all looking at this right now. It's like when you right. are outside at night and right. you're like looking at a star, you're like, dude, how many other people are looking at that star right now? Like right. seriously, think about that. That's weird, dude. <laughs> no, I think you're exactly <laughs> right. Not as many as you should, that should be. I think be. you are exactly right. It's beautiful. I think sometimes <laughs> when you get away from the city, I mean, we talked about this before, you know, dropping everything for a, a few days maybe and just getting away from all the hustle and bustle and the the fast pacedness of uh, social media and, you know, your texting and your phones and just kind of break away from that and kind of get back in touch to what it's like just to be uh, being on this planet. Well, and that's why a good old eclipse or UFO sighting <laughs> is exactly the right thing you need in the middle of the day. Boom. <laughs> nice, man. Right. And you know, it's just I- harder to catch UFOs. Right. <laughs> we can right. plan for this other guy. <laughs> My whole question is, is, you know, I, there's all those UFO photographers that block out the sun to get the, um, see the crafts flying around, you know, they get some good video. Uh, Jeff Willis does that too, actually. I wonder if on Monday, like, we're just going to get so pummeled with, like, video Dude, pictures of UFOs. You're cracking me up. <laughs> this, is like, this is like exactly what I was going to say. <sighs> well, it's interesting. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, 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 uh, pre-ranting my rant I guess <laughs> you're right you're going all the places I was thinking in my head because there is like famous there's famous eclipses recently where there were a spike in UFO sightings and I have a lot of hope for Monday it's just because you could see them easier that's exactly you think that's the word they're always yes. going to be there it's just very simple gone. they're just, always up there it's very simple. we know it where there's this being an exposed kind of thing like turning a black light on or something like that yeah <laughs> is that it's what like it is scorpions in Arizona <laughs> the UFOs in the sky it's like black light in my bedroom Wow. It's disgusting. That is disgusting, man. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> I was just trying to be funny. You know what's funny? Is I was like, just trying to be funny. Come on. My, my, first, my first pad in, in, uh, in college, I for sure had black lights and I bought posters. And my, I had that going on. I had a waterbed everything in my room. Dude, you hippie. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was, my room was a smoke room. There's no doubt about that. God damn it. <laughs> uh, all right. Danny Torgis is hanging out with us here. What's up? And uh, we are hanging out with you as well. And if you got uh, any uh, suggestions for music or maybe topics, interviews, you can always contact us. It's for very easy to find. Uh, it's alienswithgas.com. <laughs> right. <laughs> two S's there. I got to be a little smoother with that. <laughs> Pretty much just type us in. You'll find us. SoundCloud, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 
We have a bunch of places you can listen to the podcast as well. So don't forget to go to Castbox, Player FM, and uh, what else we got going on there? SoundCloud, right? Stitcher, uh, Stitcher, Blue, Blueberry, Blueberry, all the ways, all the, all the ways. ways to hear us. You just need to type it in. You know that, Danny. You know that works out. You're a band. I mean, geez, man, <laughs> it's overwhelming. And then some of them die or come back or disappear, and you're like. I remember living on MySpace, you know. I booked right. three tours on MySpace. <laughs> tell, tell people how they can find uh, your music and where you're at online. Um, well, you know, out of, out of the bands I work with, Captain Squeegee is the one that I'm uh, honored to write some of the music for with uh, some of the other guys in that band. So that's the one that I would you know, especially tell people if, if you're going to take 10 minutes out of your day and get weird, check out Captain Squeegee. I'd recommend our music videos. It's a good way to kind of uh, break the ice. Uh, we just finished filming another one that I'm really, really excited about. I think it's easily going to be the coolest video that we've done so far. Right on, man. Pulled out all the stops. Yeah, well, listen, I know yeah, I saw some video, uh, video online. There's some, some posts you were talking about the shoot and everything. Yeah, and there's like... I don't know. I made it weird. I sneaked in a lot of <laughs> UFO Illuminati symbology stuff. <laughs> I'm sure you did. But there's also like these kids. <laughs> and, uh, it's going to be weird. It's going to be fun. With the we don't need no. All right. <laughs> yeah, that vibe a little bit. <laughs> that vibe. Yeah, nice. I'm sure. All right. So let's uh, hit another tune. We'll come back. <laughs> I got a song from Babylon Zoo. Nice. Yeah, the song's called Spaceman. Uh, these guys were from 1992. Wolver- Wolverhampton. Butchering that word, uh, Wolverhampton, England, and this song was actually featured in a Levi's jeans commercial. And oh be- wow! And became a huge hit. Awesome! And we get to hear it right now. So it's got an inter- it. it's got an interesting little intro, and we will hit this one. We'll come right back with some more of uh, Danny hanging out with us here on the Extraterrestrial Rock Show. Aliens with gas, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
aliens with gas bro (laughs) (laughs) say it an alien man (laughs) that is babylon (laughs) zoo spaceman that's from 1995 if i didn't uh or that was the commercial was in 1995 1992 they were formed so somewhere in between Nice. What's up, guys? How you doing? Thanks for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Here's the live version of the program on voiceamerica.com, Variety Channel, starting 4 p.m. Pacific time. And then we air it on Sundays, and then it gets podcast released on on Monday morning, where you guys can uh, take your time and listen in whenever you want to. That's what the podcast is all about. Sometimes we have a little overtime. I think we might throw a little bit of that from the first hour onto this one I here. I think we should. Maybe we'll go along here. Danny Torgerson's hanging out with us from Captain Squeegee. Hi. And we also, <laughs> my name's Kevin Gassman, <laughs> if you haven't figured that one out yet. Uh, you can call me Gas. It's all good. Heidi Gad. Yeah. That's me. That's her. And we're hanging out with you, just playing some cool tunes and talking aliens, man. You always play it, the most obscure songs I would never hear. I love it. Yeah, well, I love that's, it. I think the purpose of the show, you know, to right, try to find yeah. those weird offbeat songs. Find the UFO tunes. <laughs> right. You know, they're like literally. I mean, there's a lot. Of, that's why I think the mix of the music and bringing it into the program and talking to musicians who are also part of that kind of conspiracy, if you want to go there. Uh, do you know how much does it affect their writing? You know, how much is it involved in their life you know i mean i'm sure it does i mean for you i mean of course your videos imply some of the you know things you think about yeah that's what's funny people are always like are you trying to put illuminati symbols in your videos i was like (laughs) yeah but just because i'm fascinated by that world like if i were to think of stuff to put in a video like that's what i'm gonna go to because I think it's funny and interesting and compelling. I'm not necessarily plotting anything. Right. You know, that's just the stuff you're into is the stuff you write, you make art about. Well, so. it makes people question stuff, so. Yeah, I think it's funny. Know. I mean, we, we have, I don't know if we ever play this on air, but one of these times we'll have to do it. Uh, there's a guy in like Texas who probably is like working out of his shack. And he's one of these guys that makes these YouTube screenshot videos where he's showing you all the satanic symbols in this year's uh, halftime show at the Super Bowl, (laughs) right? There's like lots of them, you know, there's like Christians and there's like these Southerners that are, they're onto the Illuminati, you know? So there's this one and he made a video. He said, now I don't know much about this Captain Squeegee band. Uh, Only really now just a heard of them. They don't look that popular, which is weird because they're in the elite. You would think that they would be. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you if you follow this video here, the first five hundred million, he's got. There's a first all-seeing eye, and there's another one over here, and uh, we got a skull now. Got some snakes. <laughs> but you're and, like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, I've missed this. Oh, it's awesome, I've seen dude. This and it's videos. like I, I became a conspiracy theory. I was like, yeah. Who's this guy? That's the true badge of honor, I feel, if Who? you're into this subject, is if someone thinks you're an agent. Right. <laughs> Who's this guy? Or if you're working with them. I know, but even though your video oh. overdoes it, right? Your video is like overly doing it. Yeah, I literally gave an animator. I was like, it, right. here's 12 cool symbols. <laughs> I want you to put them in the video as much as possible. <laughs> and now this guy's losing it because... <laughs> you think it's real? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Who's this guy? I want to look him I, up. If you just look up Captain Squeegee... The farce 500 million, you'll find uh, the guy. You'll find our video, and then hopefully there's the other video. If you see like Illuminati symbolism, (laughs) question mark. Uh, <laughs> do you see that? I think, uh, yeah, Farce 500 Million official music video. No, well, that's, that's the video. Oh, okay, no. All and right. then maybe look in like related videos for like, uh, put Illuminati. 
oh, gotcha. in, in the search. <laughs> All right. It's, it's incredible. I mean, I felt like I earned my wings, you know? <laughs> and it makes you wonder if, you know, bigger artists are thinking the same way right. as me, where they know about it, they want to expose it in a way. They know there's this ET connection too. It can get super trippy the deeper you go into the Illuminati theories. I think I found it. <laughs> you, really? Did you find it? Captain Squeegee Unleashes Illuminati approved music video. <laughs> I don't know much about Captain Squeegee. <laughs> really never looked too much into their to their music. But I really couldn't find much on them. I don't know if they're a puppet for the Illuminati. If they are, if they are a part of the Hollywood and music industry Illuminati, I don't know. But all I, I couldn't really find much information on them. I did a little bit digging, and this could be old news to some of you. This is new to me. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, sure, Squeegee." thing about studying. Wow. These many genres of trying to expose the evil in this world conspiracies <laughs> that surround our reality. Oh, that's like but you made it as a rock band. No, I know. <laughs> I'm like a progressive rock band from Mesa, Arizona. Mesa. That's that's about all I could really get off of them. Oh, come on. He didn't take, <laughs> he didn't look that hard. There's yeah. all these interviews of me to look for like a second. You guys need to like start an album off with that like right, oh yes, my god yes. I can't believe you didn't think about that already that is such a good oh my god Heidi <laughs> yes I love it I love it That's Heidi of a song dude that should just be our intro like, like satanic no that should be our stage what intro <laughs> what do you call you guys like we should play that but I mean you should keep listening it gets funny dude Captain Squeegee is <laughs> a progressive rock band from Mesa Arizona that's that's about all I could really that part pisses off me of off. He clearly doesn't research very but much. Their Here. music video. <laughs> I wish everyone could see. We should share. As five hundred million. What is five hundred million? That what is that? Come on, bell. come on. That is, That's, if you're familiar with the Georgia Guidestones. Yes. Exactly. The population <laughs> needs to be around five hundred million. Like I said, I don't know if it's like he gets my references, actually. you know, right, like right, right, right. and they're and you know, I well, know the, I know all the stuff he knows. Actually, he just can't tell if I'm them or not. Right, like, it's right. awesome, dude. He thinks he has someone like oh, I yeah. got someone. Ooh, I found a new one. Right, right. <laughs> right. Here's um, another one, right? Dude, I hope he keeps right. listening because so so like there's only more of that. Music video. And you have formative video, it's hilarious. You have masonry masonry symbolism. Yeah, I do. You have all seeing eye. Yeah. You have <laughs> um, skulls. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and I gave all these symbols to the animator on purpose. You watch this <laughs> it's video awesome. And just <laughs> and just say the all seeing eye, the earring right there. That woman, she's wearing that Ooh, right there. You know what's funny? I didn't even notice that one until he pointed it out. Video. Oh, sorry. And the capstone falls from that upside down pyramid. Yeah, it does. there's a skull. Briefly, three, two, one, skull. <laughs> And there's George the Godstone. I'm curious. <laughs> he's awesome. Like he's clearly right. He's educated. Um, That's why he so caught all the references. This a while ago. So wait, wait, wait but wait, he's wait, just wait. like too, 
I don't know. He's too like stupid or slow <laughs> to like look up more about my band. Oh, your band, right? So I'm curious to know: Would he be able to do this for like uh, a Weird Al song? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Foil or for the party <laughs> well, of the CIA? <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> Is he looking at what, what? What's going on over there? Or Weird Al is with the Illuminati. You know. <laughs> but you know, I think it's cool. It 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 definitely chips at an interesting uh, point in you know music and art and this subject. Right. Of either the hidden extraterrestrial, you know, presence, or either the hidden like illuminous Illuminati presence. They're connected for most people, right? And uh, you know, these symbols are all over a bunch of bigger musicians and artists. And I wonder, like, are they making fun of it, like me, or do they want to get in? And maybe that's how you start to maybe get approached, or um, you know, they're never going to approach you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Bring it on, boys. <laughs> I don't think so, dude. No, I could never work with them. <laughs> I've been fighting them for too long. They know that. I don't know. You anyway, know so that's cool. That's, that's, I'm glad we played that on the air. I'm, I'm very glad as well. That's hilarious. There is more to it, but you can find it. <laughs> Everyone should watch it. And, we yeah. should share it probably. Yeah, we're going to put it on the Facebook page. It needs help. Sure. Only 713 people have watched it. Oh, so but far. you should look at the comments, dude. A bunch of squeegee know, fans jumped in, and comments. they were like, Dude, they are totally Illuminati. Right. Like, <laughs> I know. There's all these, and he's like, "Thanks." Someone says, "I know Captain Squeegee. I know enough to not mess with them." <laughs> You're a spot on, my friend. Those guys are the devil. <laughs> we, I had like five or six fans like go That's ham on awesome. the comments, yeah. uh, saying that we are nice, man. Right on, right on. <laughs> it's really good. That's what friends are for, man. <laughs> funny. Yeah, that's hilarious, man. Oh goodness. Yeah, a lot of, it's funny. Dude, that's going People on get so page. riled up on this stuff, you know. Any band that hosts their bands get-togethers on Bohemian Grove, well, you know there's something up with them. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> the Captain Squeegee Band. You're, you're going to do a show at the Bohemian Grove? Well, next year I was thinking, every year I actually try to do this, but I just forget. Right. But this year I'm definitely doing it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to promote that we're playing a Bohemian Grove and make a poster and like just <laughs> act like it's completely legit for like a month and a half. And just, just because, you know, like obviously we're not allowed to play there. Right, right. I would love to just because I think it's hilarious. That's funny. But uh, I'm just going <laughs> to act like it's happening. Set up a show where people, as they're driving by you is what you need to be doing. Yeah, or, um, you know, I should do one for Bilderberg too. I should just, it should be like Squeegee's just right. rocking all the elitist <laughs> <laughs> secret meetings. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Let's I've take been a, wanting to do that. Let's take a break. Let's come back. We'll hear about your Eclipse story, right? We haven't done that yet. Yeah, and yeah. I well, I just, yeah, yeah, I'm very passionate about the situation. I want to rant about it for All a right. second. That's yeah. why I'm here. And I also have the Venus Planet song. Ooh. Play that when we come Are back. you going to play my Smash Mouth song? Uh, right now. Yay. It's the, it, yeah, what, what? I picked this one. That's you, all. Yeah, you did pick this one. <laughs> Thanks for doing so. It's the Extraterrestrial Rock Show. Aliens. With gas. Man. That was weak. I know.
Sleeping at the wheel, my friend. The extraterrestrial <laughs> rock show is here, and we are almost out of here. Yeah. And we're going to be uh, seeing the eclipse this week. Hopefully, yeah, the dude. end of the world doesn't happen. But What's up uh, with the bacteria they're sending up? Did you see about that? You sent me. Did this not come through our email on the uh, Facebook page? It was page, from right? my friend uh, Dina. Yes. So Dina sends me stuff me. all the time. Thank so, you, Dina. I don't know how much, I mean, I read it. It's interesting. From what I got out of it, basically, it's all about Mars and saying that the upper stratosphere is the similar to Mars stratosphere. So they're sending a bacteria up there to see how it Dude, reacts. they're sending a very resilient bacteria up into the space and they're thinking some of it will actually bust through the atmosphere and could Go possibly up. land on another planet. And then there's, you know, some controversy around the, well, if we're sending bacteria to another planet from Earth, that's not good. I don't know, dude. It's cool, like the morals of space, like you know. <laughs> well, if we're releasing it's very, this, it's very prime directive. Like, do we? But what if they pop one before they get up too high, and it's a resilient strain of bacteria, like raining down on our people? <laughs> totally, uh-huh. it does it does sound like well, it, that's it, what I'm saying? Is it that kind of scary kind of stuff, dude? And there's all the people at the end of the world eclipse stuff, like, and then oh, here, let's send up some bacteria that day. Um, yeah, you guys aren't really helping. <laughs> freaking me out right is this right nasa yeah oh, you gotta love nasa i swear they're like why are they doing it on the like day of the eclipse the like, bumbling buffoons of the <laughs> what oops, did we do that oops, there's no ufos oh we dropped a balloon in this right car. well no there are there aren't any ufos but we're going to hire you to defend earth from aliens right gf and that are the Y-O. conspiracy <laughs> theories are right and you know or they're all like gty some weird like Ritual type stuff, and they're like, "Oh, today is the day we said." Right? No, it's true. Right? That's, oh my god, that's a good point. That's true. <laughs> no, that's true. I know. It's true. Because think about it, right? Because there's dates that are important mm-hmm. to like the elite and the Masons and such. Yeah, and, dude. And you're right. They they try and time stuff out. That's why I think it's crazy. This is happening in America tomorrow. That's kind of what I wanted to get into. America. All right. Should I do the? Yes. Okay. He's, oh, get, he's getting his Facebook I'm live. I'm getting my out. Facebook live out. Yeah, don't let me try to do it. Ah, uh, dang it. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> Danny Torgensen from Captain Squeegee talking yeah. about the eclipse. Uh, the floor is yours. Okay, it's about to start. <laughs> Three. I like two, to. Okay, yeah. I th- one. I think we're on. Okay, cool. So, they're calling it the Great American Eclipse, Solar Eclipse. Like, that's literally what solar. they're calling it. And they're saying that it's. The most humans, basically, that will ever have watched this, you know, even in a partially organized way, because the internet has allowed for us to be so much more in touch with stuff like this. And uh, I think it's very interesting that we're having the great American solar eclipse tomorrow when the environment of America politically and spiritually is so defunct. Okay? I don't know if it's a sign exactly. It could obviously be interpreted as such. 
But I do think that we should make it a sign. We should make it important. We should make it mythological right now because we need something like this, okay? Now, obviously the show is about aliens, so I really wanted to bring up that like, Solar eclipses are a really good time to see a UFO. (laughs) 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 It's a really good time to do it. And that's because in 1991, y'all should read about it. Mexico City, they had an incredible UFO sighting uh, right at that moment during the solar eclipse. And it actually is what created this guy, Jaime Musan, who now he has a show almost every night in Mexico all about the paranormal and UFOs. And it started that day because he said he got 45,000 phone calls. He was working at the at the um, you know, local TV station. And uh, he got all these, he got thousands of videos that people caught. So everybody have your cameras ready for this moment. If yeah. you, like literally we're like accidentally all becoming UFO hunters for just <laughs> like at least a couple hours tomorrow. I really request that everyone be ready for that. Be looking for that. And uh, if you don't have eyewear, it's really easy to find a, a like welding protection eyewear at like Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart. I've heard they're already selling out though. I still need to get mine. It's funny that I'm preaching. Um, <laughs> But, you know, I think this solar eclipse, obviously, when you see a UFO, if we see a UFO in this moment, like the Mexicans did back in the day, they, uh, it meant so much to them. You know, it kind of rocked everybody's world. And that's, that's what we need right now is for our world to be rocked, okay? The world right now is rocking in a terrible way, I feel. All of us feel. All of us feel this tension. We feel division. We feel like, uh, you know, we're supposed to be at odds with each other in some capacity. And right here, the sun, it doesn't care what race you are, what you believe, what you hold true, it doesn't care. The sun and the earth, all that stuff is floating around in a you know, potential multiverse that we can only barely even begin to comprehend with our human consciousness. So what I, I have to recommend is that if you're not sure if the solar eclipse is important, You should probably think that it is, A, because you might see a UFO, (laughs) and B, because this is our time to unify, okay? I feel that this is a giant, like, B-slap, basically, from the universe, all right? Uh, I believe that there are elements um, within the government and the media, obviously, a lot of you see this, that are trying to stoke our division right now. They are trying to make us um, fight each other instead of the true um, nemesis. And what I really would like to see happen is for the solar eclipse to unite us once again. That's what it's always done for thousands of years, okay? It's united us as a human race, All races, all colors, okay? This is our moment. This is the great American solar eclipse, okay? Let it drown out whatever um, the propaganda is that's feeding all the sides of the craziness right now. And, And just try and look at the sun and remember that we are all human together. This is your chance. Skip out of work. Go out, take an early lunch. Look at this thing happen because it looks the same to all of us no matter what we believe. And uh, I, could not, I could not stress more how, uh, how, how important I think that the solar eclipse is for all of us. So uh, get your goggles out, look out for <laughs> UFOs, and try and feel connected with the Earth and humanity and all that we represent we together. We want pictures. Because this is, this is the big story, you know, that we're not going to talk about enough, okay, amongst all the other stories. And, and this could really be an important thing for all of us. So much love to you all. Right on. Uh, peace out. That's my right on. Danny Torgerson. Good job, man. Yeah, dude. Thank you Very so well much. Very well said. Peace and love. For sharing that with us and sharing everyone on his Facebook page. And where can people find you online real quick? Uh, just uh, look me up, Danny Torgerson. 
I think I'm out of friends. Uh, <laughs> they cap. They stopped me. They censored me. Just check out Captain Squeegee, and you'll know. What oh we're yeah, talking do that about. too. I guess <laughs> that might be easier. All right, so let's go. I got the Sun Song. I was going to play the other planet. Oh, song, I love but that. I might as well play the Sun Song. No, it's called right. the Sun Song for kids. Uh, <laughs> now this is we had the Solar System song before. Right. Very mellow, very chill. We've yeah. played it before, but this is a little different version of the planets. So we're going to listen to this as <laughs> we get out of here. Are so. we going to be able to add lyrics to this one later, like we did the other song? Oh my God, no, because it's really jamming man i'm okay. telling you so like a million <laughs> point three people watch this video already so i don't wow. think it's just for kids to be honest i mean it's like probably gonna rock i haven't heard the sun one yet i've heard the mercury one and the venus because i'm mm-hmm. we're building the planets up you know right <laughs> so we might as well start with the sun since we have the thing yeah, right now so start. we'll do that right now so we're gonna lead lead out with this ta- with Yay, the song happy things <laughs> yes and you guys it's the sun song for children so you guys will learn a little bit about the sun it's very educational it'll mm. let you know it's educational knowledge is power man right so i want want you guys uh, to have a great week we'll we'll see you uh the following saturday at voiceamerica.com variety channel uh starting really at 3 p.m pacific time with going global with gas man program and then of course this show aliens with gas at 4 p.m pacific time man i'm sorry i cut the man off sorry with aliens with gas (laughs) (laughs) non-gender specific (laughs) pronoun aliens with gas man thank you all right (laughs) So uh, let's. I'm gonna play. It. Maybe we'll talk over it. How about that? This is. This is. Let's hear it. All right. It's coming up. I see the sun now. Uh. Yeah. I'm a star called the sun. I'm the center of our solar system. You revolve around me as we fly around the galaxy. All of the planets in our solar system They orbit while they follow me 230 million years is the time I take to fly around the Milky Way galaxy I don't have a solid surface so made up of gases Held together by my own gravity I'm made of 92.1% hydrogen H2 and 7.8% helium HE. I'm a star called the sun. I'm the center of our solar system. You revolve around me as we fly around the galaxy. My core is 25% of my total mass and 27 million degrees My energy is the reason there is life on earth There'll be no charge cause I'm totally free my mass makes up 99.8% of our solar Thanks system. Thanks again for listening Nothing to the Pursuiting Program. Brought to you on me. the Voice America Variety Channel. I'm for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.